Hello, you're listening to The Range, Garner Webb University Radio, streaming and on demand. Coming to you from the campus of uh, Garden Web University. I think I've already said that, so we've said it twice now. Uh, here in Bowling Springs, North Carolina. My name is Jeff. In the studio with me, the podcast studio, the on-demand studio, is Matthew Tessenier, the big sports fan. Welcome. Happy day, Jeff. Happy day. You've been geeking out on some sports lately. You know, there's the Olympics, the World Series getting started, uh, all the pre-concerts and stuff getting started in Shelby. I drove through Shelby last night. There were cars everywhere so you know big deal here in cleveland county the crowd comes out they they do it's it's a, a time when the national scene comes to cleveland county and, and it's not exciting. a not a pitch has been thrown yet it's all it's all the pre stuff there, there are a lot of folks come in for the concerts um just this week scotty mccreary was here um oak ridge boys i oak believe ridge boy yes uh, they were here, here and, mm-hmm. and and that garnered a lot of excitement i saw mm-hmm. a lot of social media posts about them and of yeah. course scotty mccrary's the the younger country music guy mm-hmm. and, and a lot of the a lot of the younger folks know him but yeah we've had that we had the seventh inning stretch festival which brings folks out uh, that had uncle cracker that was yeah. another so mm-hmm. so it is a series of concerts and it, it caters to not just baseball from the beginning yeah it's a whole celebration for the community mm-hmm. yeah, and all the national legion folks who are in town mm-hmm. um you know I, I believe they they have a, a big base up in indianapolis and so uh, it brings brings folks in from from all corners of the country but now they're really coming in from all corners of the country yeah the, and, and are here by this point the preamble is pretty much over now getting ready for you know the first pitches to be thrown yeah the baseball begins and lasts about a week so let's talk a little bit about that what what who's coming What's going on? Well, we've got, of course, always, if, if someone is not exactly familiar, eight teams uh, come from different regions across around the country. Uh, and a couple of years ago, the format switched to a pool play, which is almost like an Olympic-style thing. You, you're in two divisions uh, in the American Legion World Series. you got four teams in each division. Uh, they play each other kind of in a round-robin-type format over the first several days. And based on those standings, you kind of develop a uh, – division winner and a division runner-up and those are the teams that advance to the to the final rounds uh and then you know the winners out of those those games will be in the world series final and that's scheduled for uh this coming tuesday so so it's a, almost a week almost a week long uh now and and they used to do kind of a i don't, I don't know if you'd call it a round robin necessarily i don't want to want to uh, say that wrong but um they used to do kind of a, a format like that but it was um Kind of a baseball tournament, old-fashioned double elimination thing, where yeah. you know you, they they had the schedule set up to where teams would lose out twice, and and by virtue of each team losing out twice and kind of kind of being out of the tournament uh, via winners bracket and losers bracket kind of set up, then they would would eventually get it down to two teams, mm-hmm. and those two teams would play, and occasionally in that format you would have the same two teams need to play each other twice if both of them made it through um, and didn't have two losses yet, and so that All was right. was an interesting format. Now. I think it's a little bit clearer now okay. with uh, two divisions, and, and it is. It's kind of like Olympic preliminaries, that, and and what uh, basketball and soccer and some of the others do. They um, go through pool play. You you play the teams in your division. Uh, you see what your record is and and how you advance from there. So um, you know, always like I said, eight teams, and we've got one from Rowan County uh, this year here, and so um, it, it's exciting, and and probably will help the crowds a little bit mm-hmm, to have mm-hmm. someone. Uh, you know, last year's champion was from. I think Chapin Newberry, South Carolina, okay. and so they were from you know two hours away or so, yeah. and about that 
about that distance this year, maybe a little bit closer. So I think there'll be a lot of fans coming down from the Salisbury sure. area to Cleveland yeah. County yeah. To, to see them play. Uh, my wife and I are actually thinking maybe we'll go out to a game on Sunday because it's it's good in our schedule, but it's it's trying to see a North, see the North Carolina team play. And so I think a lot of other people will do that same thing. Yeah. Now let me ask you a question: If uh, people are hearing this and they're like, "Huh, I might like to go check that out." couple couple questions first of all uh, how to go about getting tickets the second uh, thing I, I guess I'm asking is uh, where online or through print is it best to, to, to find out information and follow along if you're not at every game who's winning who's not uh, how do you how do you keep up with what's going on well truth be told I should have looked up the exact web address before I came in here but if you if you search American Legion World Series okay. it'll take you there I almost want to say it is American Legion World Series.com but, but I just don't, search I don't, just search yeah, that if you, you'll if you find search it. American Legion mm-hmm. World Series you'll see that main website and they do a good job keeping that website updated um, you can get individual game tickets you can get passes um to see to see the whole thing and they're 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 pretty affordable if you want to pass or if you Mm -hmm. want to go out for a single game um and so you can do either of those there there are vip things that that i think generally are done a little bit in advance it's always fun to go out there and see the folks sitting in the rocking chairs those folks have reserved those Mm -hmm. generally speaking um general admission tickets you sit kind of down the first base or the third baselines kind of further further out underneath the pavilion those are a lot of times i think the reserve tickets that Mm -hmm. that folks have Um, that's where you'll see the families of the teams coming into play sitting Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of times so if you're in general admission you're thinking oh i'm not seeing you know cheering parents and things like that all around me Uh, a lot of them sit under the pavilion but a lot of times there are a lot of people coming from these different places and they can't all sit under there and in the same place and so you'll see you'll see fans and you'll see local fans who latch on to teams um four out of the last five years i think it was something like that the team from hawaii uh wapahoo hawaii came and they won they won the i think it's the northwest regional uh and so they started to come back and back and back to shelby and fans really started to, mm-hmm. to latch on to that mm-hmm. and you'd see hawaii fans out there with signs you know yeah. cheering those guys on uh, one of the other cool things that that bring fans out is uh, a lot of times local churches will will support these teams when they come in. You know, they'll feed them dinner or they'll help provide them, uh, you know, a little hospitality, uh, kind of as a hospitality team. You'll see those folks going out there and holding up the signs and cheering them on and and really pulling for one specific team and you might might not knowing that think wow there's all these fans from these different places and there are but there are a lot of local fans who get yeah, into it too yeah. but we talked you mentioned which teams are coming this year mentioned the team from north carolina we've also got kennewick washington uh leesburg virginia uh, rockport indiana omaha nebraska very familiar uh post post one out there in omaha has been to shelby uh i, I believe in the last couple of years and i think they are of the eight teams in the field this year the one team that has won the championship and i believe they won it all the way back in 1939 so oh, wow. they've got a little bit of history there uh, cumberland rhode island san mateo california and texarkana arkansas People really get into it, mm-hmm. and um, you know a lot of folks like to, to herald American Legion baseball as you know the the best uh, amateur baseball in the country that you can see. And and for folks, you know, sometimes have a hard time. You know, you've got Major League Baseball, you've got Little League, you've got college ball, you've got summer college ball, then you've got minor league, and, and it can get confusing if you're not into all of it because mm-hmm. baseball mm-hmm. has so many different levels. Mm-hmm. So this is amateur baseball. It's it's in most cases high school and, and college students, um, early college students who are who are playing 
Um, and it just it, it's always a good time here in Shelby, and uh, there's so many so many pieces around it that, as we talked about with the concerts, aren't just baseball. Right, right, right. It's something that um, there's there's something there for just about everybody. One of the things that I've become aware of is that a lot of local organizations um, are involved in some sort of way to raise awareness or to raise funds for their group. Yes, and and I believe there's a uh, a walk run happening this year that is a part of that as well. And then of course there's there's the five k with the seventh inning stretch, and um, there are there are a lot of events around it. There are fundraisers, um, there are various support events. The restaurants do a lot of things to to try to get customers coming in mm-hmm. and, and give them something, mm-hmm. and also share the World Series. Yeah. Uh, I've seen you see quite a few signs in Cleveland County up uh, supporting, and I believe. The, the first one I remember seeing was at First Baptist Church uh, in Shelby back, gosh, it was it was at least July. It may not have been before oh, that, okay. but it, it was something uh, that was kind of tying faith and baseball together. Mm-hmm. But it was an early message saying, bring on the World right, Series, and, right. and we were welcoming those people already to town. And so there's a lot of support. People really latch on to it. Now, you may or may not know this, but but how do you have any idea how uh, long it's locked in in Shelby? or? I understand now it's a permanent home. Permanent home, um, okay. You know, there was there was a little bit of, uh, I think, somewhat of a preliminary permanent there for a while. But I think I think now it's the permanent home wow. uh, officially. And this is the 90th tournament this year. And so it's exciting to think about Shelby having that permanent home as long as this event's been going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, thinking about 10 years down the road, it being the 100th American Legion World right, Series right, here right. in Shelby, Wouldn't North cool? Carolina. Yeah. And, and you have to credit all those people on the committee who worked so hard and put in so many hours and do every year but mm-hmm. to get it here to begin with yeah, yeah. that was step one because it used to rotate it would right. go different places before it came here and and i feel like it was maybe it was here for a regional a couple of times but i think maybe it was 2008 it came here in that rotation and then it went a couple other places i think it was in washington state i think it was in uh, north dakota and it moved around then it came back here and it's been here since Gosh, I think it was 2011, 2011, 2012. Sounds it's been about here right. Yeah. Every year since, and yeah. um, so that committee that that put in all that work and continues to be the driving force for stadium upgrades to to make it a national quality stadium for these guys to come in and the players really recognize that a couple mm-hmm. years ago when i was working for the local newspaper i had a chance to be there on one of those nights when the players are first getting in they come to the mall they do the orientation at cleveland mall then they you know maybe they go to their hotel or something like that but then they go over to the stadium and they look at it, and they're, and they're there, and they're standing out in the stands, and they're looking out at the field. And, you know, those guys a couple of years ago I was talking to were just in awe. But they said, you should see some of the places that we play Legion ball back home. Yeah, yeah. This is like the Yankee Stadium of right, American right, Legion baseball. Right, right. This is this is really awesome. cool. Awesome. So all that work just, just really – puts puts the icing on the cake for right. these players they really appreciate it that's very good and that's they're stars good. for this week right. i mean they really yeah, are they get to be stars this week yeah um the other the other big sports piece now today is of course the olympics talked about and previewed them a little bit previous podcast but it's here now you know it's it's people are winning gold medals so catch us up 
Yeah, we're, we're almost right smack dab in the middle of the Olympics now. Um, and so many, so many just huge stories. We talked a little bit in our preview about the athletes who were returning for fourth Olympics and fifth Olympics and things like that. And we've seen some of those, those athletes really, uh, excelling, uh, watched a little bit of beach volleyball, uh, last night, Carrie Walsh Jennings, who is the, I believe fifth time Olympian. Um, you know, she and her teammate have continued to advance. They were in a close, close match with, with Switzerland, um, but but they've continued to advance. The women's soccer team, who, who's had some success in, in recent years, they, I believe, won their uh, – uh, we were talking about pool play a little bit ago uh, – won their pool and will move forward in the in the women's soccer tournament. Uh, women's basketball has, has been really strong, um, shooting really well. It, it, just amazing looking at that roster. And, and for me as a big sports fan, knowing how many of those players come from the University of Connecticut, which just churns out professional women's basketball players. Mm-hmm. Uh, and seeing the talent on that team. I mean, there's been so many talented women's basketball players in America over the years, but that collection right now uh, has been blowing people away. Uh, the men's basketball team uh, had a close game actually last night with Australia, and they only beat them by 10 points. And that was a game that I was really interested in because Australia has looked really good uh, on the men's basketball uh, side in this tournament. Uh, and And – the Americans have, have beaten their first two opponents, you know, by 30, 40, 50, 60 points. And that's typical for the Olympics. I mean, uh, Americans have typically ruled men's basketball and women's basketball. Uh, but Australia has four, five, six NBA players uh, on their roster. And we see that with a couple of teams here in the, in the tournament in the Olympics. Uh, and so that's, I think, how they're able to, to – keep up with the Americans and it wasn't was a 10 point game I think I think the U.S. was down five at halftime and that's not something we see that often uh, certainly not before we get to the medal rounds as we're still in the preliminaries here uh, it's interesting because basketball uh, kind of stretches for the majority of the Olympics some of the sports do that whereas you know, swimming I think is more of kind of the front end toward the middle and then you'll see track and field kind of start there a little bit more towards the middle and take over toward the end of the Olympics so uh, the ones that have a lot of preliminary play and then have medal rounds you'll see those throughout uh, the the couple of weeks but some of the other sports they kind of stagger them so that everything's not going on literally at the same time and I like to think that that's a good thing because some of those athletes particularly when you've got 500 and something athletes with Team USA if they're playing on the front end maybe they'll stick around in Rio and they'll watch some of their other Team USA competitors in other sports uh perform when they're done with, mm-hmm. with their sports um and of course swimming uh swimming has been a, a lot of fun to watch from so many angles this this time uh michael phelps of course uh, you know now has i think 21 gold medals all time 25 total medals um ryan lochte uh one of his main competitors over the last dozen years in the olympics and in world championships guy from charlotte he swims with with a, a group called swim mac in charlotte as do a, a good number of the olympic swimmers men's and women's uh, i think if he wins uh, a medal um and the other race that he has, the the individual medley, which is kind of a mixture of different strokes in swimming, I think he'll become the second. Uh, I think he'll become the most decorated Olympian, uh, American Olympian of all time, not named Michael Phelps. So he'll have <laughs> yeah. you know the second most medals, which right. of course everybody would want to ask, what, what would he have done if he hadn't been swimming in Michael Phelps era? But you know, you know having those two guys at the same time, and and they said when I was watching a race last night. 
I just love racing this guy. He brings out Phelps said Lochte brings out the best of me. Lochte says it's just a lot of fun racing against the best that there's ever been in, in Olympic swimming. <laughs> and so those two guys seeing seeing two Americans, especially for for us here in the U.S., is a lot of fun. <laughs> um, and, and the women have been exciting to watch. Uh, Katie Ledecky uh, has been a name that now for people watching the Olympic swimming is just really gonna really gonna be probably a star here for years to come. Uh, and then a really cool story that we learned about here at Gardner Webb this week that just just again puts kind of the icing on the cake uh, being able to watch the olympics and have a connection uh, kathleen baker who is another one of those swim mac swimmers out of charlotte uh, she's lived in north carolina a good portion of her life she swims collegiately now at cal but she has been training over the last several years with uh, gardner webb alum jeremy martin okay. who uh, played football here at gardner webb yeah. uh, he's a hall of athletics hall of fame member uh, but he runs a, a, a an athletic uh, sports training facility called ultimate athlete uh over in the charlotte area and he's been working with with kathleen baker who won a silver medal in in a backstroke event uh this past week for the last couple of years and just getting her uh you know first off trained and and to be a better swimmer which is which is their goal better better swimming uh better better preparedness for life uh, and they take it from a faith angle at, at their sports facility um, but eventually that turned into of course him uh, working with Team USA uh, he had a chance to, to get involved there and then he got uh, connected with, with Kathleen Kathleen Baker from an Olympic standpoint and so it's really cool to see and, and, and I got to talk to him this week and, and hear him talk about working with her and preparing her for the Olympics and you know getting to watch her perform and uh, be in that race and then actually win a medal too and so it's, it's been cool to have that Gardner Webb connection, uh, but swimming's been great, and I can't leave out gymnastics. Women's gymnastics won the team gold and uh, has been really strong in the individual as well. So, uh, just as much as ever, it's really exciting. A lot of Americans in a variety of sports mm-hmm. doing really well, doing and we've well. still got you know about what, ten days left right, in the Olympics, right. and so mm-hmm. we've we've kind of only just begun. And like I said, we haven't really gotten to the track and field as much yet. Right now, the first time, the last time, the last time I looked. Uh, we are we the United States leading in the medal count. Yes, and and I noticed online I I can't remember I think it was NBCOlympics.com where I was looking at this particular medal breakdown. Uh, we're leading this this uh, year in in total medals. We're leading in gold medals, which which took us a little bit of time here because early on China was leading in the goals. We were getting a lot of silver medals, which is great. But you know of course you want you want to get the most goals and the most medals. Uh, but I think there's a feature on there where you can look at all time medals. You can look back at 2012 at the games in London and see what the medal count looked like there. We we led in medals there too. Um, but the feature that allows you to look at all time medals, we are so far ahead of the other other countries on that oh. list. And mm-hmm. I think the other countries on that list are mostly European countries, and I think think Russia and its various name and uh, constitutions over the over the mm-hmm. years. Um, and so it's it was really interesting to see that. Um, in a bar graph format, uh, you know, we're leading in this Olympics. We, we led in London, but then the bar really goes really high when you look at all-time medals and, and what we've done over time. So that's a, that's a prideful thing for you for sure. Team USA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, very good, very good. 
Well, you've been listening to the Big Sports Fan, Matthew Tesnier in the studio with us each and every week to talk about all things sports related. Uh, so to, today it was a great uh, rundown of um, the upcoming uh, American Legion World Series. Also catching us up on what's going on at the Olympics. I'm, I'm pretty sure next week we'll, we'll kind of take another look at the Olympics, see uh, see what's happened since then. Yeah, I think so. And, um, you know, we're getting closer and closer to the opening of football season, so there'll be some of that working its way in as well. Hope you've enjoyed this. If you have, help spread it around, share it, do all that good stuff, get more people listening to it. And if you if you like the Big Sports Fan, you can check out the playlist that offers all the Big Sports Fans that we've recorded thus far. And, uh, again, enjoy them, like them, share them, tweet them, Facebook them, whatever. And this is uh, Jeff and Matthew in the studio with you. Thanks for listening to WGWG.org, Garden Web University Streaming Radio.